0: Love, hey everybody! Jump the gun. Day late and a dollar short. We're the other way around. This is Rob. Um, I have a guest on tonight, Renee Francis. <laughs> Going to be talking a little bit about um, her business and her entrepreneurial skills and business skills. She's uh, described in her uh, bio as a publicist, a brand strategist, a EV a, a, a executive VP. And three or four other things. I don't know how how you get or want that many job titles, but that's a beautiful thing to have that many <laughs> if you can get them. Hi, hey, Renee, how are you doing today, Renee?
1: Hi there. How are you? Everything is good. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a beautiful day. Um, you know, one of those nice fall days that, you, that are rare. Um,
1: yeah, it's beautiful out. I'm in the city. I know you're upstate, and uh, in the city, it was about in the 70s today, which was a nice surprise.
0: <laughs> beautiful, yeah, it is. Especially when the sun's yeah. out, you know, you can't can't beat that. Yeah, it was
1: nice and warm. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was a beautiful yeah. day. So what, so what? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you have a lot of it seems like specialties. You have a lot of sort of job titles and that describe you as a brain strategist and a publicist and You've got some pretty impressive portfolio, I must admit, as well. Um, how does one kind of get into your business? Or can you tell us a little bit about your kind of entrepreneurial venture and how you got started and stuff like that?
1: Absolutely, and thank you for the compliment. Well, um, I never wanted to be a publicist. Um, I have studied uh, journalism. <laughs> um, actually English. And I started falling in love with journalism. I thought I wanted to be a TV, you know, journalist like Barbara Walters. And then all of a sudden I decided I wanted to go into government. I wanted to be the next Hillary Clinton. And I started working with senators and with uh, mayors in Vermont where I went to school. And lo and behold, I just became very good talking with the public, uh, communicating and, uh, You know, people started telling me that, oh, this is wonderful, how you were able to communicate that and get people to do this. And I started being interested in publicity. And, um, you know, in terms of the different things that I do in terms of brand strategizing and event planning and doing all these other things, it started because when I found out that I was a publicist, I needed a stylist for my clients. I needed someone to put in an event together so i decided okay you know what i'm going to do it myself and i found out that i was very good at doing so many different things that i just decided to branch out and do everything and be kind of like a one-stop shop so that's how everything started coming together
0: yeah that's um something we hear a lot of that a lot of entrepreneurs do have in common is that they wear many hats it's not uh it's not uh, like all oh, you're specializing one thing, and then you can hire people to do the rest. You really have to have at least a working knowledge of many different facets of any given business to be an entrepreneur, and that's uh, you know the multitasking thing. I bet you have twenty windows open at any given time on your desktop, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at my my laptop now, and I'm thinking you're so right. Um, there's so <laughs> many emails and so many different. Um, programs open but you know what it 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 works if you're you have the talent to do it and if you're good at it and you know it just works really well and thank god that you know i have the talent to put all these different things together and i've been able to be successful in each you know segment of it and i'm just really grateful but it at the end of the day, it's fun for me. I have fun. I love what I do. It's all about having the passion and working hard and having a good work ethic. And, you know, I, I'm just so blessed.
0: Yeah. brings up another saying is if you enjoy what you're doing, then you'll never work a day in your life, <laughs> but you still get paid.
1: That's so true.
0: It's wonderful if you can get that. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they don't have the opportunity, but, uh, you know, it's it's tough. Like, you know, how did you how did you get your first few opportunities? It, it, it things, you know, every once in a while you hear a story about somebody who just kind of fell on their laps, but most of the time that's not how it happened. Most of the time it's like, for instance, some of the brands, if you can mention some of the brands and just tell us, tell the community, like, you know, how hard did you have to work, you know, whether you were working a chain of call list or, or, or you know, how do you get to be associated with some of the brands and, and some of the names that you're, have been associated with in the past and and are you associated with any big one right now that we could maybe hear about
1: Yeah yeah um absolutely well um i think you know i did have to work hard to you know, answer your question, Rob. I worked very hard, but it also is about making things happen for you, being at the right place at the right time and, and asking, you know, because I had, I f- first started my publicity career with uh, a guy called Michael Talisman. And um, at the time, he produced a movie called Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion and uh, with Lisa Kudrow from Friends. And yeah, he happened yeah, yeah. to be so. Yeah, yeah, great movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he um was restarting his production company, and he was doing something, working on some stuff, and he put me in charge of everything. I mean, fundraising, uh, the PR, and wow. he just trusted me because he, you know, I was referred by a friend, and um. I started doing that, and, and of course, you know, before in college and before that, when I was working at the mayor's office, I did a lot of constituent advocacy, so all of everything just blended really nicely, Rob, and, um, uh, you know, many years later, I'm still here, but in terms of what I'm doing now, um, I have several high-profile clients. Um, Karen Leal. Um, she was in Dream uh with Beyonce and uh she has a movie out now called Addicted. Um I have several other clients. I have uh, Leanne Huey, which is um she's inspiration for the two thousand nine movie The Blind Side. You probably see the Blind Side every Sunday on A B C Family if you have that network. And oh, yeah, um sure. you know, I'm sorry?
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I was just saying, yep.
1: Yeah, so Sandra uh, Bullock, you know, played her character. And um, um, I have a field of authors and, and, and doing different things. And basically one of the the, the really great opportunities that I had was uh, last year um, I had an opportunity to help uh, my client appear before Prince Harry. I was working with this client uh, uh this company actually it's a three d company It's called Solidoodle, and I thought of the idea that you know maybe Prince Harry should know about three d printing That's what they did so While Prince Harry was in New York, I negotiated for him um and solidoodle to be connected and and it worked well, you know Solidoodle was invited to be presented in front of him, and things like that, so to answer your question about one of the things that I've been doing that's been really fun, that's one of the last big things, but now I just have celebrities and authors and uh you know those types of people for clients right now.
0: very cool, so if we go way back to the original kind of Where you came from. A lot of times, what I find is that people that are entrepreneurs and can wear many hats. You're probably also, I assume, a self promoter, which is kind of like I say, a no brainer if you're going to be a a successful entrepreneur. That's one of the most difficult things for people. And you know, I work a lot with people that do coding and like highly technical stuff, and they they tend to to tend you know, trend towards the technology, and they have a hard time if they try to go out on their own because they're not just great self promoters and I don't know. What, what do you think about that self promotion? Uh, how, how do you? What do you recommend people do regarding that? And what have you done in the past?
1: You know, um, you're so right about that. You have to be able to to self promote. I find that the people are more most successful. They know how to promote themselves, even if they don't have a publicist or a promoter, but they know about um, how to. It's it's like how to put your best foot forward and understanding yourself and understanding what works and understanding what to highlight that is so important that's such a um that's such a skill that everybody should have you know public relations is not just about putting people on tv or in a magazine it really is about communicating and 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 promoting yourself and how to just make yourself look good or your company or your product so to me you know that's very 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 important and you know when i was younger um I don't know if I started promoting myself at a young age, but I would say from I was possibly in high school into college, I would make things happen. You know, I I was reliant on myself, so to speak, you know, able to really find out, okay, how do I do this instead of waiting for people to do it for me? So I think that's really important, being self-reliant and being independent and things of that nature and understanding yourself. And, you know, all that goes hand in hand because you you really have to be able to do things for yourself instead of waiting for someone to do it. You know, even if you don't have a publicist, try to find out how you can promote yourself, you know, how to how to get your message across. That's what I, you know, that's what, you know, this is all about.
0: Well, that's way better than I could have said it. <laughs> Thanks for that, because it, cause it really, in a sense, you know, it's kind of funny because I see you kind of have all these different talents, wearing so many hats, and then there's always at least one kind of general idea that this you know, that explains who and what you are. And yours would probably be the make it happen girl, right? <laughs> the kid get her done, the bottle yeah. of phrase. <laughs> that's great. Have you uh? Have you? Do you have? Um, a lot of times, entrepreneurs will have some sort of mentorship. And I don't know if it's a genetic thing. I, I think maybe that's one of my theories is that entrepreneurship is is almost a genetic trait. Do you have any family members or any people, mom or dad or grandmas or grandpas who who had their own business um, and kind of were a mentor oh, or just no. even a mentor?
1: Oh so- <laughs> Not even close. I mean, you know, even when I started being interested in public relations, I really got no support from my family because nobody had ever done anything. They're either nurses or they're they're doctors, they're lawyers. They have a profession, you know. Everybody in my family, nobody is... um, you know, I have many business owners, you know, that own things. You know, I have an uncle. He He's kind of like um, a surveyor. He gets recruited by the government and businesses to survey land. Um, I think, you know, he's probably like the only other person in my family that, you know, has a business, but in terms of what I do with celebrities, all of this is is new and I definitely had no support. I, you know, I heard a quote one time, I think it was about her Oprah and she said she was, you know, self-made, but God approved something like that. And I was just like, yeah, that's so true because I, I had nobody giving me anything, advice, or, you know, I just kind of dreamed a dream and made it happen, you know. But, um, yeah, definitely no one in my family has a clue about what I'm doing, or it doesn't even make sense to them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. So so you're the first in the you are the first genetic sort of quirk that's that's got all these multi talented things going on. Everyone else had their degree and were kinda, you know, knew exactly where they were going and you just kinda made your own thing happen.
1: Yes, exactly. Which I like you're, it it's just like you're being a pioneer, you're paving the way, you know what I mean?
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 Again, a pioneer is another word that's used frequently to describe people that that have made their own way or or self-promoted their way into a to their own business into their own thing. And and the reality is too is like it's it's really easy to do. Like I've always told people, listen, if you're a sales guy and you're trying to sell, you know, you're trying to sell refrigerators to Eskimos. You're not going to feel good about that. The end of the day, and, and you're not going to do that well. It's just a self. A, if you can enjoy what you're doing, you know what you're selling is going to help that person. In other words, I'm not asking for this guy's money. I'm telling him I'm going to swap him his money for a solution that's going to make him more than that. They feel like they're investing in their own wealth, their own not even wealth, but their own success. That's a great you know business relationship for the, to have a customer and a and a provider who who know they need each other Um, because that's a rare thing, too. You know, a lot of times the people who are paying for the the service or goods, they think that you're doing them a favor, and it's like, no, I don't. I don't want a customer in my lifetime that thinks they're doing me a favor. This is not how it works. The reality is you provide so much value that you're going to help them make more than what they're paying you is what it comes right down to. And that requires the confidence that you have in what you do and your ability to you know, to put that to use for a, a well, I guess a either a star or a, I mean, you, I mean, you, said, you, one of the things in here says crisis communications advisor. I'm interested in that right off the bat because I want to know one, how many times. Look, I, I'm not going to install anybody, especially none of your clients. <laughs> but sometimes they can be smart people and they're really great actors, but they're horrible communicators. I initially think of sports people because they're always stepping step it. You know. Have have you ever had anyone, it's like you just have to constantly say, just be quiet, please, and just let me do my job so they don't get in more trouble? That's probably common, right?
1: I think, yes, definitely. It's um, I was reading a quote um, not long ago, and it says it, it takes 15 years to build a reputation and only five minutes to um, ruin it. Um, <laughs> I don't remember who said that. But I think that's that pretty much sums it up. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, th- th- these people are very, very talented, and. Um you know, it takes a lot of creativity to do what they do, but they don't really talk, you know, think about or even talk about um, what they should be saying or shouldn't be saying. And a lot of times they don't have time for that. And they're just creative people. So, you know, all they do is just either play sports or act or sing or whatever it is. And it's or job right. to kind of smooth things over. Um, and by the way, it was Warren Buffett. I'm sorry. I just remembered it. He, his famous quote is it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. That was from Warren Buffett. But anyway, um, yeah, I constantly, I can't talk about too many things, uh, you know, going into details, but yeah, you know, people are constantly putting their, you know, their, their kind of foot in their, their mouth, you know, so to speak. And, um, it's just the nature of the industry, and uh, crisis communication is about smoothing things out and making it okay, and and you know making things better.
0: Right, better despite what they're trying to do to themselves sometimes. <laughs> Cause like, it's funny because yeah, yeah. you know a lot, a lot of, what, a lot of, in a lot of what you tell them, and what I find is, is that if you you give, if you give something free, then nobody thinks it has value. So it could even be someone in your own family or somebody who's just like, hey, what do you think about this? And you give them the advice for free, and they don't follow it. When they're paying for it, they're like, wait, okay, what did you say? Let me listen a little closer. So it's like, it's like they they could just ask around. They probably have people. Some of them say that these folks have a lot of yes people, and I'm sure that's true. But there has to be somebody saying, No, don't 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 say that, just don't say that But they just don't wanna hear it. And so I can imagine that's gotta be difficult because it's a situation where you if you can just come out even, then you win. <laughs> you know. Some of these sports guys put in their Yeah, You know, it's
1: funny, you wonder if they're, you know, they have people that tell them no. And and the truth of it is that, you know, when you're so big, and you're so famous, you don't want to say no to people get fired, or they might not like you. I, on the sure. other hand, I would rather have my reputation, my dignity intact by saying no and, you know, giving them good advice. But you look at look at some people that, you know, in the industry, and you you know off the bat that they have people that are just yes people. And awesome. um, one of the quotes I loved about, you know, possibly one of the most famous people of all time right now in, in, in history is um, Beyonce. She said, you know, um, she talked a lot about having, you know, people that can t- tell her no around her, and I think that works. You know, you really can't sure. have people just tell you yes. It, it, it's it's like a recipe for failure, you know. Right. And um, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah,
0: you you absolutely build yourself a recipe for for failure if you don't. One of the common threads as well for successful entrepreneurs is they is they don't say yes to every customer. They will evaluate the customer, mm-hmm. make sure the customer yeah, has the yeah. same goal because you, like, you don't want a customer that doesn't listen to you. They're, pay, they're paying you. If you're going to pay me, you're going to listen to me. Otherwise, you don't respect me anyway, and there's no point in me being here. It's like you, you have to at least take under advisement what I'm going to tell you, or or that's not a you know client-provider relationship. It's just a, you're throwing money out the window if you don't think what I have to say is valuable. And, and that's how you build a strong client base, people who, who know that what you have is valuable, and they're willing to pay you, and they will listen to you. And the same thing applies to whether you have a tech company, or a software company and the, the person tries to tell you to do something a certain way and you're like, it's not going to work and I'm not going to do that and I'm not going to take your money to do it the wrong way, so... Nine times out of ten, they call you right back and say, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, I respect you for that. You know, that's good. Well, Let's do it your way then. We'll go ahead and do it your way. You know, That's let's, so let's true, and I
1: was just about to say that. You know, a lot of times if you're honest, you know, no matter with whoever you're, you're talking about, it could be the most famous person in the world. It could be just a, a client at, a, at a, a small grocery store. I mean, a lot of times if you tell them the truth, they will respect you more. They're, they're looking for people to you know to tell them the truth and to tell them something different and they will you know most times if they do fire you or they don't want to have anything to do with you if you tell them the truth they're not worth it any anyway you know the people that are worth it is the people that are going to be like yeah i want you around if you're going to be helping me and telling me the truth so yeah i I absolutely agree
0: it's a it's a a large. You know, it, it is a, it's got to be a mutually respectful relationship, because otherwise, you know, there's been times I've seen companies, I've been involved with companies in the past, and they're just, they're just yeah, bring them all in, bring them all in, just, just hurt them and hurt in the new customers, and it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You know, everybody likes a backlog, but I'd like a backlog of people who I've already kind of qualified as a great customer as well, so... It's a catch twenty-two because you know, depending on your financial situation and, and what your books look like and stuff like that, sometimes it can be really tough to say no to somebody who's ready to ready to check, no matter what the situation is. But if you're growing fast enough, then you don't have that worry, which is which is what it sounds like where, where you are because you can you can uh, decide um, who you're going to work with. It's nice to have that option.
1: You know what? But I, I practice doing that all the time. I mean, I I you know I don't. You know what? I believe in, you know, it has nothing to do with spirituality. You you can call it karma or whatever you want to call it. But if you make a good, positive decision, you're going to be rewarded for it. If you make a decision and this person is paying you $5,000 per month, but they're doing something that you don't want to do and you stand up and you do the right thing, you know, chances are you're going to get a better client and a better situation. I've seen that happen time after time after time you know, you do get rewarded for doing the right thing. And, you know, I I would say, you know, take that chance and, and, you know, stand up for yourself and speak the truth. You know, even when it comes to business, I I really feel like you will be rewarded because that has happened to me so many times. And nine times out of ten, even if, you know, they fire you or you leave, they're gonna call you back. The client is gonna call you back in months later or weeks later and say, "You know what? I really appreciate and I admire what you did." So I, you know, I try to be that person that is really, okay. I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm not perfect, but I'm gonna make sure that I'm as honest as possible because it, it does pay off, you know.
0: Yep, it does. Yeah, and it, and it, and it, the thing is too is like in in a sense, like I said, if they if they decide they're not gonna you know, follow your advice and you know it's good advice and you've given other people the same advice and it works, even despite all that with case studies and everything else, then, then like you said, if if they don't make that call back in, in four weeks, well, then, you know, I do we'll go our separate ways and hopefully you'll be fine, but, you know, if you refuse to listen to good advice, that's a great way to run your business into the ground. So, you don't wish that on anybody because they've got a lot of hard work hours in there, but sometimes you want to work smarter, not harder, too, so... What uh
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> what um, T V shows have you been on?
1: Wow. Um what T V shows have I been on in terms of um shows. Well, what, that what do
0: you, have like for inter you do interviews type stuff? Interviews and events.
1: Oh, have I been interviewed on any T V show? Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've been on a couple of news shows. One is uh, New York one, and right. um, I've been in a couple of local shows um, in Tennessee. One on a local station in M- Memphis on ABC. Um, nothing okay. too big. Um, yeah.
0: No, well, I haven't been. New York I haven't been on be Good di-
1: on, on Good Morning America or anything like that. No. Well, that'll be yet. next.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to get them on the phone. Maybe they'll hear this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. I don't I don't know if that's like a dream of mine. I I don't know. I haven't thought about that. You know, when I do get calls and to comment and things and um, stuff like that. But I, I never once said, oh, my gosh, I want to be on Good Morning America or the Today Show. That would be nice. And knock on wood, sure, that that'll be nice. But, yeah, I'm, sure I'm, I'm sure more focused on putting card. my clients in Good Morning America.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's well, yeah. I mean, that's your job. That's a good point. Your job is to get them on there, not necessarily to get yourself on there. But, but it's always <laughs> yeah. <to get> yourself. <laughs> some of that kind of big co- sort of coverage. But then you might, you know, I've actually talked to one person, and he's like, you know, the whole national scene is fine, but you get co- you get calls from so many nuts that you have to hire someone to take your calls. You have to hire, a, wow. a, you know another screener (laughs) to keep these people. Sometimes it's better to have more of a private network and you get referrals and people know you like kind of a deal anyway. Uh, Mm -hmm. It it is nice to get your face in front of millions of people, but at the same time, eh, maybe that's not part of your business. I've
1: been on a few nice shows, New York Live, um, a a few nice shows, and um, I can't remember... Um, all of it, but I, I've probably no. been on over maybe about twenty shows so far, but no. haven't done Good Morning America or Today Show yet. But um,
0: <laughs> yeah, even, you. it's
1: nice. I enjoy TV. You know, like I said, I've I've always wanted to be a journalist, and a television journalist. I wanted to be kind of like Barbara Walters. She she was somebody that I really admired. So it's really uh-huh. interesting that I'm doing publicity now because journalism is sort of related to publicity. But sure. um who sure. knows, maybe I'll go back into that. You know, you never know there what you the
0: future holds. <laughs> no, you never know. You you got electronics companies that started out as sneaker companies and there's a, I forget which company it was, but a big electronics company and started out as an actual clothing company and ended up I' don't know, what is it Sanior, I can't remember. It was one of the Japanese ones and they actually evolved the company from like clothing to electronics and it was one of the biggest ones in the in the world. Of course I'm thinking probably back to the eighties so I mean, Maybe nobody remembers this. <laughs> I'm dating myself, I think. Oh, Here. <laughs> oh my so goodness. Tell me well, about you. You know,
1: gonna... you know I'm sorry? What? Go ahead. No, I was I was gonna put the spotlight back on you. What what? Um, tell me about what you're doing. I mean, you're 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 an interesting entrepreneur. I know you're kind of like, oh my gosh, no, she's she's gonna interview me when I'm supposed to be interviewing <laughs> her. But it's always good. It's always good to find well, out just about where you are and, and where you're going in your industry. And you're pretty yeah. good. You've done. You've been really successful with what you do as well.
0: Oh yeah, and I was always I was always getting my face. somehow I always managed to be near a TV or some sort of news agency or something in, in uh, Upstate mm-hmm. New York, and and I had a lot of, a lot of fun and like you say I've done a lot of work. I enjoyed doing the radio show. I I build blogs for people. I build uh, internet portals for businesses, and and we have a lot of fun doing that. Um, we have a pretty good client base. It's a small client base. We've got about a hundred people, but we have a hundred people who continually over 10 years will come back and ask us to do more stuff and can you do this yet or stuff like that so we're pretty much i'm pretty much trained in electronics i was in i had a top secret clearance i was in signal uh intel back in the military back in the 80s um so i have a really high tech and a kind of a classified background Um, nowadays i do some electronic work on the side and uh i do the radio show mostly and uh other than that, <laughs> that's about it for me. I started out as a techno geek, moving into sales, and now I'm back to techno geek again. <laughs> and of course, you can uh, you can read about me com. And how about your website address? Uh, we can, Believe it or not,
1: this is well, 27 um...
0: minutes. Doesn't that fly by? <laughs> it
1: does fly by really fast and um my website is renee R E N A E F R A N C I S r-e-n-a-e-f-r-a-n-c-i-s.com and uh, my company's website is distinguished public relations it's uh distinguished d-i-s-t-i-n-g-u-i-s-h-e-d-p-r.com and um yeah that's about it
0: there you go hey thanks for coming on it's been a pleasure um I always enjoy learning about new entrepreneurs, and and you're I just love it. you. You have seem to have so much going on, and it's going good for you, and it's good to hear. See, especially in this economy. So, um, once again, everyone come to RobThresher.com. Visit me if you want to get on the show. We've got a Fiverr gig. Go to Fiverr. That's Fiverr with two R's. dot com. Just look up uh, our Thresher, and um, that's about it for now. Have a great day. Thanks for coming on again, Renee.
1: Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Have a good day. Bye. Bye
0: Bye-bye. You too.
1: Bye.